The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline. I am Nick Eatman, and we are here on Thursday, November 16th. Getting you ready for this weekend's game. Cowboys are six and three, trying to get to seven and three, trying to get to ten and three, eleven and three, all that. But you gotta take one little step. Can't just pole vault into the uh, into where you want to be right now. And, and, and first things first, Cowboys got to take on the Carolina Panthers. Should be a lot of fun. Some of the storylines from an injury standpoint, Cowboys have put um, they designated their tight end uh, uh, Peyton Hendershot. Uh, for uh, uh, he can return now. He's uh, designated to return. Twenty-one day window is open for him. He could play this week uh, if he's if he's ready. Uh, if not, though, he has a few weeks. At least he can get out there and practice and see kind of where he is. They've been running three tight ends with Sean McEwen as the third tight end. Uh, we'll see if Hendershot can get his way uh, onto the roster, and, and we'll see what that does for the. You know, you got to activate him as well. You got to put him off of IR and and, and take a roster spot. So uh, could be McEwen. Uh, we'll see what they do if that's the route that they go. All right, eight 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 five five two two nine seven. That is the phone number. We want to hear from you guys. We already got a couple of callers on the line, so we're gonna just get right to it. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Irene in Virginia. Two days in a row. Irene, what's up? Hey, good morning, Nick. Yes, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be a part of this community more here. You're in, and, and also, you don't have any uh, too many females who actually call in. I know you have the listeners, though. Yeah. So, my mom. Um, my mom but, will call in. My, my mom. True. My mom called, and then I, we've had a couple of other calls. But yeah, definitely not two days in a row. So that's pretty awesome. Second second time caller. There you go. Um, so hey, the quick shout out to the community. Uh, Prayers for Dylan on the Disney trip. I, I connected with him on Twitter and already assured him of that. But uh, <laughs> And then shout-out to Va- uh, Rob in Vegas. I remember his battles with Broadus on Talking Cowboys, so it's good to have hear his voice again. Yep. Um, and, and then Eric in, in North Carolina, I think he's a chef, if I recall. So if you ever want your mouth to water, ask him what's for lunch. Okay. Um, a few questions today. Uh, one is... Stadio Azteca, when, or when do you think the Cowboys are going to play there? Because I feel like home or away, that would be a Cowboys home game, unless maybe we played the Texans. That might be a toss-up. But uh, that seems like a good opportunity for us Where's international it? without traveling. It's uh, Mexico. That, Mexico. Is that Mexico City? Mexico City, yep. You know, don't rule out the Steelers for a team that, that has a lot of fan base there. Steelers. Um, you say Houston because it's probably geographically, but the Cowboys, Steelers, 49ers, and I believe the um, Raiders have, re- do have Raiders fans, really, yeah. really strong showing there. I, I know when we went to Mexico City, I think it was 2001. And it would play the Raiders. I, I can't remember what the what the stadium looked like as far as fans and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 wondering when the if it's been nine seasons since the Cowboys played a, a game internationally. So it seems about right to to do something here. Um, I know they've changed some of the rules on how to get some of those international games, but I, I would be surprised if the Cowboys aren't included in one here pretty soon. Cool. Second yeah. question. Um, 
we talk about Hunter Lipsky a lot. But I'm going to ask about Deuce Vaughn. Um, he's a great story, and I do think he had a lot of has a lot of talent. We just haven't quite had a chance to use him, uh, in spite of our running game not being ideal. I was wondering if you think uh, a if it's if we might have an opportunity here the next maybe not against Washington, but this weekend maybe. Um, does it, is it linked to the Turpin injury and whether or not he plays? And then do you think less, I don't think the shortness is as big of an issue. Is it a weight issue for him? Cause I don't know. It just well, seems like we're getting him in space and not just up yeah. the middle. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. And thank you for the call. Good. A lot of good stuff there. Deuce Vaughn. Uh, maybe this is an opportunity for him to play some, but, but he, he wasn't active until, uh, Cavante Turpin was inactive. Um, you know, Turpin, Turpin showed his value, I think, in this last game with, with you know, having Daddle do kickoff returns and have, you know, a Deuce do punt returns and Jalen Brooks played receiver. It just goes to show just, just kind of what he's been able to do. And that, that, that'll that tell you right now that, you know, guys like Brooks and, um, and Deuce were inactive. So they want to get Turpin back and get him going. If, if, you know, if that is the call up for him, then, then, you know, it'll it'll be hard. It'll be hard for Deuce to get on the field. But as for when he is on there, you know, I, yeah, I, I think it's just an overall size. It's just overall like mass weight. I mean, he's a, he's a shorter guy. Uh, yes, he's 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 got strong legs and all that. But you know, he hasn't really proven that he can be um, a playmaker against competition. That's that's going to be. In the league, you know, we we haven't we haven't necessarily seen that um, yet. I mean, he's made some plays in preseason. He was impressive in preseason. Second half of those games, going up against guys probably not in the league and and getting blocked. You know, uh, guys in front of him blocking for him, guys that not really in the league. So it's really kind of hard sometimes to tell in in the second half and and fourth um, third and fourth quarter. Of preseason games, so but but we'll see we'll see when he gets out there. I mean he he's still he's still learning. He still needs to play, um, and and he's you know he is a, a playmaker and, and he's never going to give up. You know that. So uh, it'll be exciting to see kind of what they do with him. They're, they're easing him along. This isn't you know this isn't something he's got to you know they got to get figured out right now. I think he's got a pretty firm spot on things, um, but but we'll see if you know maybe the next few weeks we can get going here. All right. Um, Let's go back to the phone line. If we have if we have a call here, we're having some difficulties here. If we have a call, let's go back to the line here. Hello. Hello. It's, how's it going? You're on. You're on. What, what's up? Allie Hi, in Florida. How are you doing? I don't have your name, but you're on. So let's go. Mister Eastman. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Um, I'm a four-time caller, but a couple of things. I want to wish you and family and Chris and family happy Thanksgiving. Thank right you. Second, is there a possible way we can send you and a Chris a Christmas card? If it's, if it's possible. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. And the last thing is um, I, uh, I attended every Cowboys game, um, and I usually tickets are sold out. I buy it in the box office or um, – Sit uh, gig and I stay in the standing room only. Mm-hmm. It's been so much fun. I come in and watch the game. It's so much energy. Then I fly home. But um, but I do have a trivia for you. All right. Uh, which NFL team jumped ahead of the Cowboys 
on the draft day from 28 position to 16 stole the Hall of Fame player. They went. They went from 28 to 16. Right, and they traded in because it's only two teams recruit this player. It was uh, Cowboys and this team, and nobody knew about them. And every time I previously watched it, it just burned my mm. my head. But uh, they won the Super Bowl that year. The team, but, the team, the team that made the trade, or the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the, the team that made the trade, they won the Super Bowl, and they traded with New England on the 16th position, and they literally stole the player. Mm. See, at first I thought you were saying maybe Jerry Rice. Yes, that is the Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice? Yeah. You saw and, the, and, the, and the 49ers won it that year, 85? Yeah, they won it on the 28th position. And New England. That's right, eighty-five. Yeah, center. Super Bowl nineteen. That's right. Yeah, they they need a center, so the trade and Mississippi Valley. Mississippi Valley. That's right. The scout and the Forty Niners scout. They were only two teams. They were so high on it very quietly, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is history. And the last one, which Cowboys player they named the sandwich after him? Daniel Stubbs? Uh, Nate Newton. Oh. Nate Newton. <laughs> Nate Newton got a sandwich made after him? Yeah. 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 There was a there's a place up here in, in Capel. Yeah, there's a there's a Newton sandwich. There's also a Stubbs sandwich for, for Daniel Stubbs. So yeah, they, they, there's a couple sandwiches. There's a couple sandwiches there. I, I think there is a big Nate sandwich. There's an Emmett sandwich. Uh hadn't been up there in a while. But yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. Nate has a sandwich made after him. For sure. But I appreciate what you do. I really thank you. So, I, I listen to you every night. I don't get a chance to do it travel all the time, but I love your show. You're awesome. You're so gentle with your callers. Thank and you. Respectfully, I really appreciate it. Thank well, you so much. I, I appreciate you guys as well, and I always appreciate the trivia questions. Those are some good stuff there. Um, so, all right, um, good good stuff there from. Uh, I think that was Ali in Florida. Um, all right. Uh, do we have a caller, Chris? Do we have anybody on the line? Anyone else? Nope. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. All right. Let's go to let's go to the callers here. We've got Alex in South Bay, California. Alex, let let's go South Bay, California. What's going on, Nick? I uh, just want to say, big fan, man. I've been following the the platform you guys have over there since uh, back when Rowan Kavner was a part of the team. So okay. uh, I've been following since then. All right, uh, big then, row. Yeah, and then. Uh, I just want to say, uh, going back to last week, you uh, I'll, I'll make three things. I'll make them really quick. Okay. Uh, last week, you mentioned um, most random player. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Notre Dame fan. Go Irish. Um, I was thinking Julius Jones, but that's a little too easy. So I'm going to go with Anthony Fasano, tight end. All right. Anthony Fasano. That's right. And then uh, the other thing was uh, favorite player. Uh, I grew up on the triplets, uh, Aikman, Smith, Irvin. Those are my guys. But I'll probably go with Smith. Uh, just watching him run the ball, man, it was just a thing, uh, thing of beauty. Of course. Uh, it was just awesome seeing him do that. And then uh, last thing for you, Nick, is uh, <clears throat> uh, last or on Sunday, when we're blowing out a team like that, we know what we have in Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. Why not give Trey Lance a shot there? Just to see what if he's picked up the offense, yeah. kind of see what, what we got in him. And I'll hang up the list, man. Thank yeah. you. 
I mean, I think that that question's come up um, a little bit. Uh, the rules are, are as such, I mean, like as soon as he comes into the game, and, and here's what I don't know about that rule just yet because it's, it's still kind of the first year that they've sort of brought it back. Um, what I don't know is is that if he if he comes into the game, I know the other two guys cannot come back and play. And at that point in the game, it's probably fine. What I don't know, and I should, I can figure this out or I can find out about this, is that do the first two quarterbacks have to be medically ruled out of the game? Like that's 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 what I've kind of heard that they have to be out. Like, and that's a designation that that, that they they announce that this player has been ruled out of the game, not coming back for whatever the injury. So um, I'm not sure if you can just throw the third quarterback in there. But it, regardless, if the other two are out or if that's just a decision you make, the first two guys can't come back. So later in the game, if you want to do that. And say something were to happen, he gets hurt. You'd have to run, you know, a running back to, you know, to just finish out the game, which is probably fine. Um, so there are some some rules involved there, and uh, and I I tell you, I don't know exactly all the details there, but you know, at that point in the game, I, you know, I, you probably don't want to just just leave it up to you know he's he's your last quarterback there. Um, but I, you're, you're, I get what you're saying, and, and you're not you're not wrong with that, and I. You know, it might be a situation where if he's ready um, to to you know make him the second quarterback and see at some point this year that that could happen. I mean, it'd be great if the Cowboys could get a situation like they did last year, uh, go up to Washington last game of the year where maybe you know it doesn't matter what happened to the standing. Maybe they'll play better than they did in that game, but obviously it didn't hurt them with momentum. But it might be a situation later in the season where you could see Trey Lance actually be the second quarterback or, who knows, play as a starter. I mean, who knows uh, what will happen with that. All right, uh, let's go. Let's uh, If we have a caller, we'll take yeah, it. Yeah, Darren and Maryland. Darren and Maryland. What's up? Hey, hey, what's going on, Nick? How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good. My first time calling, man. The show is great. I appreciate that. I, I am seeing some new names here today. This is pretty great. How are you? Oh, I like that thing, man. I'm doing great. Listen, I got uh, I got two quick stories for you. Okay. One has to do with my favorite uh, cowboy. One has to do with a, 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 a random cowboy. My first story is the year before Wade Phillips got canned, um, I live in Maryland. DeMarcus Ware was here doing a, a, a autograph signing in Columbia Mall. My son at the time was seven mm-hmm. and, had, and, and he had a heart. He had a heart condition. Okay. So we went into the store. Um, DeMarcus's rep said, listen, you know, DeMarcus is going to be here in about 30 minutes, but you have to pay for his autograph. I was like, well, dude, I'm a big Dallas fan. I'm not paying for nobody's autograph. He's like, well, I guess you're not getting DeMarcus's autograph. Now, mind you, I don't know if you can tell from my accent. I'm from New York. Okay. I, don't, I don't take no for an answer. Okay. So I said, okay. So I came, I came back to the store. DeMarcus was in there. I motioned to DeMarcus about my son having a heart condition. DeMarcus got up, went next to my son, sat there, talked to him literally for 10 minutes, signed an autograph, and took three pictures with him. And you Amazing. Pay, and you paid how much? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Yeah. Okay. So that's my, that's my favorite cowboy. My second story is my uh, business partner, and as soon as, as soon as I say his name, you should know who I'm talking about. My business partner's name is Mark Banks. 
Mark. You know who his brother is? You said Mark Banks? Mm-hmm. Gordon Banks? Tony. Tony, Tony Banks. Banks. Tony Banks. Tony Banks. Yep. Got That's it. my random cowboy. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, he played the same amount of snaps in the regular season as uh, the the amount of dollars you paid for that D, D- Ware autograph. <laughs> so you know what, Nick? I was about to say I was going to cut you off and say Tony Banks played the same amount of snaps that I did. Yep. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, funny, funny now. I don't know. It wasn't funny at the time, but the right. first two years that we went to Oxnard for training camp, two thousand one and two thousand four. The first two years yep. we were there, we cut our starting quarterback in the middle of camp. Both times. We we actually, wow. yeah, I mean, Tony Banks played a preseason game, came back, yeah. and he is walking with his luggage, and I'm walking right behind him. We had two or three reporters were asking him questions. He didn't know what was going on. Chris Bean was there. Uh, he he was, you know, was out, you know, uh, visible for this one. Three years later, we cut Quincy Carter. Chris Bean was in the bushes uh, filming this. But, um, yeah, kind of weird to, to think that, you know, you go to training camp and you cut your starting quarterback. We did it twice. Uh, at, yeah. at Oxnard. Cool. Yeah, it's a it's it's literally a funny, you know, not funny. It's a little awkward, you know. I'm a big cow, you know, cowboy fan, been it, you know, from Starbucks and whatnot, you know. But to have meetings with Mark and Tony walks in, and Tony knows doggone well I'm a big cowboy fan. It's yeah. just a little awkward. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a little definitely, awkward. definitely. But listen, yeah. man, you were doing. Tremendous! I was trying to get in yesterday, the day before. I thought I had the wrong phone number. <laughs> Chris is wonderful, bro. Listen, man, all props to you. You know, um, I love it. You guys are doing great, man. I'll, I'll be in. Um, I'm coming to see the uh, Redskins game, so I'm gonna, you know, and I'm staying at the Star. So I'm looking forward to getting up. There. We get in Tuesday, so I'm gonna do the tour and see if I can stop by and see you all guys right. on uh, cool. one day. But listen, man. All the best of luck, Nick. You are doing great. Thanks. Man. I really, really appreciate the show, brother. Appreciate Thank that. Thank you, Darren. Good stuff. All uh, right, buddy. All right. I would tell him, you know, that that's not their name anymore, Washington, but he doesn't take no for an answer, so he's probably still going to call him that, which is fine. And that's a cool story about D. Ware. But if I know anything about the people, you know, people like you know any, any players that go to events like that, they 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 have people with them, and they are you know. They're tough, and and that's their that's what they're supposed to be. Because if they don't, then the player will get you know that the, they'll get stopped and over and over because they don't want to say no. So they got people around them to kind of be like the bad guy so much. So I guarantee that's a cool story. You probably pissed off this person next to him that that said you know that was supposed to tell him no no you don't, you don't do that. But you know D D Wary is a good dude, and uh, uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. That especially for a kid um, for him to go and 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 do that. All right. Uh, let's see if we uh, we have any other callers. Yeah, Brian in Kansas City. Brian in Kansas City. What's up, Brian? Hey, good morning, Nick. Good morning. Hey, so, you know, I was listening to the, the break. You know, don't want to beef up the competition too much, but I was listening to the break before your show, and uh, they were talking about Dak is maybe a little bit better when he plays against man coverage than he is zone coverage, and apparently the Panthers are going to play a single high zone coverage scheme this week. I didn't, you know, I say this all the time. I don't analyze football for a living, so I don't really necessarily always catch on to those things. Like I can recognize cover two when I see it, but that's about it. And that's from Madden, you know, so, (laughs) you know, that's, but, you know, so I don't know if you had an opinion on that. If, if, you know, that's something that, you know, people have noticed over the years. 
And then I got a trivia question for you. So this would be Super Bowl 30. So it's the 95 Cowboys and mm-hmm. Steelers. Uh, there are eight mm-hmm. Hall of Fame players Ooh. that played in, that were starters in that game. Yeah. Can, can you name them? And I'll hang up and listen, okay. man. Have a good one. All right. All right, have a good one. Uh, thank you, Brian, in Kansas City. I'm going to talk about Dak and the offense. Hall of Fame players that played in that game, uh, Steelers and Cowboys. So, and he's hung. He hung up. So we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to figure it out on our own here. Um, but let's. I'll, we'll do it quickly here. We got. We got Aikman. We got Emmett. We got Irvin. We got Larry Allen. We got uh, Deion Sanders. We got Charles Haley played in that game. He did. Okay. So I got those those six for the Cowboys. And uh, I would say Rod Woodson. I think Rod Woodson played for the Steelers over there. And I'm probably missing somebody. Um, that's seven. Hope I'm not missing a Cowboy, honestly. Um, well, I mean, Is I know. Heinz Ward, I, I know Ward on the team no, 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 Heinz Ward on that team. I don't believe Darren Woodson uh, will be on there at some point. I, I would, I'd like to think. Um, uh, but now let's. It's probably because. See, Greg Lloyd. I'm, you know, Kevin Green. Did Kevin Green play on that team over there? It, it might be Kevin Green on the opposite side. I know Greg Lloyd was on that side, but I don't remember if Kevin Green would be the guy on the other end. But that would be my guess. Uh, I know Carnell Lake played. Uh, I don't think they had any offensive linemen uh, played on their side. Uh, Bam Morris wasn't in there. It wasn't in the Hall of Fame. So my guess would be Aikman, Emmett Irvin, Larry Allen, Deion Sanders, Charles Haley, Rod Woodson, and Kevin Green. That would be the eight that I would guess there on that. All right. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go to break real quick. Let's try to see if we can figure out. We've got a little bit of a technical issues here. Uh, hopefully you guys can't tell, but uh, we will go to break. We'll be right back here on Cowboy Storyline. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a soldier to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper 
is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back to Cowboys Storyline. All right. Back here on Cowboys Storyline. I'm just uh, looking up the trivia question. Dang it, Brian in Kansas City got me. He asked the question if you if you just missed it or just joined us or whatever. It wasn't that long of a break, but eight eight players from the last Super Bowl, Cowboys were in, Cowboys and Steelers, the 95 season, 96 Super Bowl. Eight players were are in the Hall of Fame in that starting lineup. And I guessed Aikman, Emmett, Irvin, Larry Allen, Deion Sanders, and Charles Haley for the Cowboys. I also guessed Kevin Green and Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson was not on the team. If he was, he's not in the starting lineup, so that that doesn't count. The guy that I missed, I said no offensive lineman. I did miss one. Center, Dermani Dawson. Hall of Famer. Dermani Dawson and Kevin Green were the Hall of Famers from the Steelers in that game. Cowboys had six, and Steelers had two, which is probably why they won the game. Uh, Better players. And uh, at some point, they will have seven. In uh, Darren Woodson, if when he gets in, I'm trying to th- see if the Steelers have anyone maybe that thinks that somebody should get in. I mean, Carnell Lake was a pretty good player. Um, Greg Lloyd was okay, um, but the MVP of the game was um, Larry Brown. Of course, Neil O'Donnell helped with that as well. All right, Eric in North Carolina is our next caller. Eric, hey, what's going on, Nick? What's up? Not much, man. It's gonna be as quick as possible. So this morning, man, I just I, I, I stumbled upon ESPN. Uh, it's I guess it's called Get Up. Yeah. So I just want to say I'm just glad that you guys have such a formidable media outlet for us Cowboy fans to run to. You know, for coming from people who are always around the team, mm-hmm. knows the team well. You know, because if we had to rely on these, these national media markets, man, we would be completely lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I say that to say Dan Orlovsky went on today and goes on to say that Russell Wilson and and Brock Purdy have been playing better football than that Prescott over the last four weeks specifically because that was a debate. I couldn't think of anything more ridiculous than that. This guy has, you know, he's just leaving all the statistical categories down there over the last four weeks now. We're not talking about the complete season, but just over the last four weeks. Outside of um, the guy there, Houston, um, it's hard to find somebody that's playing better football at the quarterback position than that, man. You yeah. know, and it's just they're constantly moving the goalposts when it comes to this quarterback and his knees. You know, and and it's just it's so frustrating, man. You know. Yeah. But but here's the thing. This is this is why. Like, do you watch wrestling? So I just win the Monday Night Raw on DC. Okay. Okay. Who's the biggest heel right now? Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't watch anymore. I mean, I know, like, Roman Reigns is good, but he's not, like, a heel, right? I mean, they got... No, you got guys like, you know, uh, you got wrestlers pretty much like, um, uh, what's my guy's name? Uh, uh, Cody Rhodes, you okay. know what I'm saying? 
he's the top dog. Uh, right. I mean, so, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right, right. All those guys. Back in my day, it was Ric Flair. I mean, you know, he was, I mean, but you, you got to have those guys. And I'm not saying that Dan, Dan Orvlosky, maybe he thinks that way. Maybe he doesn't. But maybe that's what his producers want him to say. But if if, if guys like that can st- can can talk bad about the Cowboys, no offense, but then there's people like you that get really pissed off, and you call here and say, oh, it's it's fake. It's not real. It's not. Yeah. It's really not. It's, it's not crazy. real. Stephen A. Smith loves the Cowboys. He loves Jerry. He yeah. he he hugs Stephen Jones before the game, uh, the Chargers game. He that's what they do. But they understand. What the role is, and they understand. And then there's all those fake tough guys out there that want to always hate the Cowboys because they know that their fan base that loves them, they'll always be appreciated if they stay like that. So I don't believe, you know, I, I just I don't think it's real that, that you might hate the Cowboys, but it's not for the right reasons of being a journalist. So Absolutely. Shady McCoy and Bart Scott and and all clowns. Rex Ryan clowns. All, all, clowns. All, all, oh my god Okay but but I just it's not genuine it's not genuine right, it's not. their hate isn't 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 I mean or, or or their opinions about the Cowboys aren't necessarily you know either tied to what they do on the field or it's what they've done or what their team's done in the past or whatever so Absolutely I think it's and a waste of time to get worked up on it I really do Right you know, I, I agree, and that's why I called and talked about All it. Right. He, he did proceed to say Jerry Allen. I mean, Josh Allen does not have a turnover problem. You get what I'm saying? It's just ridiculous stuff. You know, and it just, you know, it, it, it definitely worked me over today. So don't yeah. I'm glad I got that out, man. So, that's so fine. That and don't and don't let it get to you. And and I'm again, I'm not necessarily saying that those those people they don't know what they're talking about. A lot of those guys played in the league, they coached in the league, and all that. But but I, I do believe that everybody kind of has an, their own agenda. And and sometimes it's you know it's when it comes to the Cowboys, it's really easy to be that guy that's against them all the time because. You know, people are going to come back, and I want to. I want to hear what they have to say. And then, if the Cowboys win, wow, what's Stephen A. or what are these guys going to say today? And it's and it's never what you think. It's never going to be like, man, I was wrong. Good job. It's always well, yeah, good win for them. We'll see what they do in the playoffs. So you know, you you can't ever win with that. And it's just it's it's just entertainment. I I, I really think a lot of those guys are like it's the same as pro wrestling. You know, it's um it's scripted. It that's what I believe in in, in a lot of that. So. Um, but good for them. You know, they get ratings. They, they, they're doing something right. They're on the TV every day, and, and they got people that tune in, which is the name of the game. All right, Doc in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Doc, what's up? Hey, Nick, uh, long-time uh, reader, long-time listener. All right. Whatever podcast you're on, man, it's the best. Thank so. you. Appreciate that. I've been, I've been to Allentown, Pennsylvania. I've, I've been, I uh, was over at Tamaqua, Pennsylvania one time, so I've been over, over that, that way a little bit. Yeah, we, we have the uh, Flyers of AAA team here, so uh, we're, we're, it's a nice place. I bet there's no, I bet there's no fights in those games, so... Well, there's lots of fights, but uh, not as many as when you, the Eagles play the Cowboys. That's so true. I, I saw you down at the Eagles game the other day and uh, with my son, and uh, okay. it was the first time I took him to a, a, a Cowboys game in Philadelphia, and I've been to about 20 stadiums with him. He's 25 years old now, but I never took him to the Eagles because of how terrible their fans are. So. Yeah. Well, hope, it sounds like you guys survived. Um, too bad it wasn't a, it wasn't a win. 
Uh, close. Yeah, definitely. We had a we had a great time. Good. It, it, you know, and we didn't get in any fights. <laughs> but uh, the good. What I wanted to question you about is, you know, with um, uh, Pollard has the running back. I, I think the Cowboys are making the same mistake they made when Marion Barber and Julius Jones were the the dual backs, and then they said, "Oh well, Barber's so good, we're just going to go with him." And when they did, he wasn't great as the uh, mm-hmm. number one back because he just, you know, he was a great tough guy, mm-hmm. but he just couldn't do it. And as the number one with all the carries, and so I, I think they need a, a second guy. And I, I like that they're and they seem to be using Dowdle more the, the past couple of weeks, uh, yeah. which I think is a is a positive. And well. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, and, and I don't know exactly what they're going to end up doing. I think they're going to stick with it, but it sounds like, and it appears, that they're going to just give more carries to, to Dowdle, and I think we saw that in the first game. It wasn't a, because of a blowout. We saw it in the first quarter. Uh, Dowdle, he got some carries there on that first drive. I, I, it, it looks like it's going to be a conscious effort to get him going and kind of split the, split the reps a little bit more than, than what we've seen, which I think is a good for both of them. I, I agree because Pollard is a good back, but he's just a good complementary back, and 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 I'm sure Dowdle is as well. I mean, that's kind of right. what probably what Rico Dowdle is as well. So they they don't have this one you know one superstar running back, uh, which is fine. They got two that are probably pretty good, and I think Tony has shown he can be really explosive. Um, with the just the right amount of carries, um, but but you know it's it's not easy to find that. Not easy to find that 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 sweet spot. You know, um, I think more and more. It, it's funny how you know Emmett Smith. The more and more we see backs and and you know uh, you know with the years that go on, he's. I think he gets appreciated even more with with the way he was able to play the game, stay healthy, play at a high level, be the lead back. Take all those hits and not and and really not take many all at the same time. You know what I mean? He, he never took that big hit. Um, he just he, I mean he was blessed really. And he I mean that that right there to me is talent. People say people like to use the word talent all the time, and I and I think sometimes people say the word talent when they really mean athletic. Um, you know, heard it over and over. It's like well this guy this guy's really really talented. It's really because he's athletic. You know I mean. Some of these guys, though, are, are talent because they 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 it's, it takes talent to to read defenses, study, know what you're supposed to do, take care of your body, be smart in the situations, don't don't jump off sides. I mean, you know, th- there's a lot more to it than just a guy that can go and run and jump and things like that. So, all right, let's go to David in Fort Worth. David, what's up? Hey, how you doing today, sir? Good, man. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Hey, um. I just wanted to touch on something that um, I was just kind of kind of noticing, kind of feeling in my heart. Um, last time the Cowboys, like, cleaned up, mopped the floor with the Giants, we got, like, super excited, and we started talking about, like, oh, we're going to be, you know, 4-0, mm-hmm. um, going against, you know, the 49ers, and yada, yada, kind of looking past all these teams, and we ended up, you know, doing well against the Jets, but then getting kind of mm-hmm. embarrassed against the Cardinals. And I kind of feel like um, maybe it's just me, but I feel like people are kind of – taking that same approach after this Giants win. They're already kind of like, okay, we're going to beat the Panthers and the um, Commanders and yada, yada, and I can't wait for that Eagles rematch. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I mean, 
I don't really have any like huge points to make. I guess I'm just really intrigued to see how the Cowboys handle this this little stretch because I do feel in my heart that these are games that we should win and we should you know win yep. pretty handedly. And I think that the the really really good teams do handle these these games and they do meet the Eagles again after not losing. So I yep. hope that that happens. I kind of just wanted to point that out. I hope fans. I mean, not that like us overlooking the teams is going to have any real effect on what happens on the field, but right. I hope, you know, hope fans don't let themselves get let down too hard. If, if they're just overlooking these NFL teams, you know what I mean? So that's just one thing. I think the commanders, you know, their divisional opponent, they can play really well and Seahawks are good too on, the, on any given Sunday. So yeah. I wanted to point that out. And then if it was okay, I wanted to touch on, uh, uh, I wanted to tell a short DeMarcus Ware story as well. I'm from Texas. Uh, I do take no for an answer. So if it's cool with you, man, I'd like to go for it. Go for it, man. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, man, I went to, uh, I was at a, a restaurant in Grapevine one time, and my wife and I were there, and um, he walked in. He had just done something with, like, some school event. I'm not really sure. I had to Google it afterwards. And I saw him walk in, just this huge dude, just humongous. And I had seen him before because I used to hold the flag on the field uh, in the military. I used to hold the flag. So I had seen him before. I had talked to him. But this time was, like, out in public, and I wanted to talk to him, but I was super nervous. And he was, he was with, like, a business partner, and the business partner got up and left. So I was like, you know, here's my chance. And I was like, it's like, excuse me, sir. And then I was like, hey, I'm a big fan. And, and I kind of like just completely froze up. And he, I was just like staring at him. And he was staring back at me like wondering, like, okay, bro, like I get you're a fan. You have anything else to say? <laughs> and and I, I mean, I got like a huge smile on my face right now just thinking about it. And, you know, I, it, was, it was just really funny. If I can go back, I would tell him my favorite play that he ever made, I think, because he's made a lot of them. One of my favorite plays that sticks out of my mind, I think my- it was 06. It may have been 07. Michael Vick. But, the Michael Vick, the pick six. Yeah, dude, the Michael Vick pick six. It's pretty awesome. Stiff him to the ground. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. it was that was that. I mean, you know, when you have a defining play, you know, they say it. Uh, thanks for the call and, and, and the story there, uh, David. You know, they say it in, in college a lot, your Heisman moment. You know, what what was your Heisman play? Uh, you know, if if you have a you know, in the Hall of Fame, if you make the Hall of Fame, I mean, you've probably got five or six a year. I mean, that that's why you're a Hall of Famer. But I think I think when you when you see a Hall of Fame play from Demarcus Ware, it's that one. It, even though you know he was defined pretty much by his pass rush and, and ability to get sacks, but he was a freak. And 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 you don't make that play against Michael Vick. And I mean, it doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. I mean, it was like six inches away i mean he had no other way to he had nothing else to do but to catch that ball I mean, that thing went right into his mitts and then after that to kind of stiff arm him and outrun him to the end zone i mean it was just everything that you want out of a out of just an athletic player and he and he was uh in that game now he he had sacks you know left and right most sacks in cowboys history but yeah that that play is the one that I mean, always kind of stands out for me as well all right, Joseph in Keller, Texas. First-time caller, Joseph. Hey, Nick. Uh, yeah, first-time caller. Well, first time getting through. It was on my 99th <laughs> dial today. Um, some guy so, on Twitter. Uh, some guy on Twitter was was getting mad. I've, somebody said that before. Called 99 times, and uh, some guy was like, "Who would call to talk to you?" Uh, it was. It was, it was <laughs> He was talking crap. I tried. I tried one other time and got to like forty something, and 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 had to had to go back to work. But I like um, that first time getting through. Cool. First time getting through. Yeah. Nice. Um, so really, really quickly, just kind of catching up on uh, some of the things that other callers have have requested. Um, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Haven't watched wrestling in probably thirty five years, but that was my favorite wrestler. 
Tony Dorsett was my favorite player, and, and I became a fan after the 99-yard run. Yeah. So, um, yeah, th- those were those were catching up on those things. Um, some uh, some other things that maybe fans might uh, be interested in sharing. Favorite game I ever went to in person was Tony Romo's six turnover game in Buffalo. Mm. Their first uh, first primetime game in like 20 years. I'm originally from uh, upstate central New York, and fans fans saying uh, calling me saying you're from Canada. You're not even from Texas. So the, the, <laughs> it was it was funny, and then. Best game I watched on TV that wasn't in the playoffs. I actually was one of my former employees was Reed Breeze, who's Drew Breeze's little brother, and I got to watch that game with him, uh, where where Demarcus came back mm. from uh, the neck injury, sure. and then had I believe five sacks, some ridiculous number of sacks, and and just it was it was just crazy watching that game. Um, when uh, the Saints were undefeated, it was it was pretty surreal to be honest. Yeah. So, um, so my favorite game in person and my favorite non-playoff uh, game that I got to watch on TV. Um, awesome. So I was at the game last week and I'm flying to Charlotte uh, this week. So. Cool. Well, that's awesome. It sounds like you've uh, gone to a lot of games and get and get to go to a lot. That's really cool. And uh, thank you for the call. Thank you for getting through, Joseph. Good stories. Uh, that 99 yard run. Yeah, I would. I, you know what I remember about that about that play? I was I was like six years old, and I remember it was a Monday night game, and I I didn't. I guess I didn't. I, I definitely went to sleep before that before the game was over, and I remember waking up and asking my mom like, "Did did we win? Did did the Cowboys win?" And she said, "No, no, but." But there, and, and I just remember like, what, what, what is the bot? Like, <laughs> they lost. And she's like, no, but there was a play where Tony Dorsett, he ran, you know, 99 yards. I, I, I vividly remember her saying that. I just didn't understand what the butt would be after the, the, the loss. But I get it now because we're here we are, you know, 40 something years later, still talking about it. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. All right. We have any other callers? We do. Uh, Ricky. In Martinsburg, what? How do you say that? Martinsburg, Martinsburg. Yeah, Martinsburg. Yeah, Martinsburg, West Virginia. Martinsburg. All right. There's a lot of letters in there. Uh, Cool. Ricky in Martinsburg, West Virginia. First time caller that gets a ding. What's up? Oh, not much. How's it going with you guys? I hope y'all are having a good day. We are. We are. How how about Uh, you? Oh, not too bad. I got off work early today, and I was able to make a call. I've tried to call several times before, but this was my first time, so cool. getting through. <laughs> awesome. Um, my my thing with the Cowboys, like I've been a Cowboys fan ever since the year that we went one and fifteen, and um, it started with you know like I was I liked their colors. I was a young kid, mm-hmm. and, and um, I, I liked the underdogs, but. I've been. I've always watched the Cowboys. That's like if I watch any game at all, like I make sure that I do everything I can to watch a Cowboys game. Right. Um, now that Philly game, I know there's a lot of people with a lot of different speculations about it, but that's a game that we should have won. Like that was our game, even right. even with the penalties that we had in that game. Right. You know, but those those refs, like they really called some foul, foul, foul stuff. 
<laughs> like I, I even had a Pittsburgh friend of mine, a Pittsburgh fan, message me like, "What are these refs on? What? Why are they calling some BS like that?" <laughs> and um, but uh, not not only that, but um, you guys were talking about Tony Pollard just a few minutes ago, and don't get me wrong, I like Tony Pollard. He is quick and fast, and and I think he is a good back, but. I do believe the Cowboys should have tried harder to work a deal out with Ezekiel Elliott. I know he had a big old contract, and he was getting up there and slowing down some, but nobody can bruise that lineup that we have right now like Ezekiel Elliott did. Like We need that good one-two punch, and Dak with his legs as that little extra three-step, that, that th- third punch if you need it. But we need a back that can actually hit. Like, he was right with Emmitt Smith. Like, Emmitt Smith took a whole lot mm-hmm. of hits. Yeah. And when I was younger, I played, you know, I always played football every chance I got. I never got to play, mm-hmm. like, majorly or anything. <laughs> but I always tried to imitate Emmitt Smith, and that was hard. Like, I I busted up my ankle real bad, um, and that was, like, pretty much the last time I played because I couldn't really run, couldn't really do much with my ankle after that because it was, just the wrong little step, mm-hmm. my ankle would twist again. Um, so you weren't yeah, think, a, you you weren't as good as Emmett Smith. That's what I'm we're not, saying. Got it. Well, I mean, I don't know if I that was makes or two not. Of us. Like, I, I don't know if I was or not to be honest, because okay. I, I grew up I grew up in a big family. We didn't have much money, so being able to go and actually do the stuff, you know, to pay for all the the um, gear and all that stuff for school and all and everything. We just didn't have it. I got five brothers and sisters, and, you know, it was more important being at home, helping out there and stuff. Like, I'm a big old country guy. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you you calling in uh, from West Virginia, Ricky in Martinsburg, West Virginia, who says maybe he could have been as good as Emmett Smith. Maybe. He's not, he's not saying yes or no on that one. Me, personally, I'll say no. I was not uh, in, in Emmett Smith. But, uh, uh, you know, and, and that's what's so good about about you know watching him and uh, and and like appreciating him over time talking about Emmett is because you know these these guys his record of you know the all-time leading rusher 18,300 something yards like I just I just don't see anyone getting that anywhere close I mean, especially the way the game is played now the way that people are uh, you know n- like devaluing running backs I mean just just to I mean, you're going to have to just be a Frank Gore type of guy that could just stay healthy and just rack up yards. Even that, I mean, he's not anywhere close. So uh, I just, I just see that as a record that I just can't imagine it getting broken. I mean, they all, they all will at some point, but I don't know. You know, even when they, they're going to go to an 18 game schedule at some point. Even with that, I still don't know if it, that'll ever happen. All right, Al in Merkel, Texas. You're probably going to be our hey, last man. caller. Al, what's up? What's going on? How are you? Oh, I'm great. Hey, I just wanted to say that uh, I've been a Cowboy fan since, like, 1977. And how lucky are we that we have not only one group that won Super Bowls, but we also have the 90s that won the Super Bowls. I, I got to see them win one when I was about 9 or 10, and then 25 when they won those. I mean, I was 25 when they won those three. And then my very, I never have said this, but my very first game in Texas Stadium was when we beat the Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football with seven field goals. That's right. Who was the kicker? Yeah. I, I knew you were going to ask me that. Well, come uh, on. I mean, he scored 21 I, I points. Bonio. There you go. There you go. Uh, 
And then one thing I want to say about today's team is that like somebody's got to put respect on Dak about how how accurate his throws are on the run. Yes, I mean he's making those throws. You know, you see him warming up during pregame, and you see him all catching them right there, right in front of their face. If you go back and look, that's where all his throws have been on the run, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's had some and he's had some really good throws this year, uh, passes that that haven't been caught. Um, you know, and he's had he's gotten lucky that there's a couple that weren't intercepted. I mean that this happens throughout. Oh, yeah. But he's had a few that were should have been, you know, touchdowns. Um I, I know Schoonmaker's been in, you know on a couple of these drops. Uh Gallup's had had a couple drops as well. Um, you know, I mean like he he's had some where, you know, he's had some really nice throws that that haven't always been uh connected. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or intercepted. I mean, when they hit him in the hands, it bounced up right to the defenders. Yep, exactly. Anyway, love, love the show. Love the network. I listen to all the shows every day. I love what y'all do. And like you told that other guy, he gives us a break from www.espn and their <laughs> clowns. So, anyway, like I said, I appreciate what y'all right. do. And uh, thanks for taking my calls. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward for a cowboy win this uh, Sunday. All right, all right. Thank you for the call. And, and and this isn't me really trying to start any kind of war with with the the big networks or anything like that. I'm just saying that it is what it is. I mean, I I know that 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 they don't always feel that way. We did a we did a, a shoot with Stephen A. Smith. Like went up to I think we had a crew go up to his house and we did our schedule release video. He was so gracious. He was really nice. Um, I just think. I think a lot of this is a front, and it is because you know you, you you've got to you've got to sell you you've, you've got to you know you got to engage uh, viewers, and that and that's that's what it is. So, um, and Al said something kind of interesting. He was like, you know, how how lucky are we that we've had two different set? He he was able to watch some seventies nineties seventies dynasty, and then also in the nineties. But you know, if you're if you're thirty years old. And you're trying to be a cowboy fan and survive through this. I mean, you haven't had anything like that. So, yes, some some fans are you know are are lucky to have that and fortunate. Other fans that are hanging in there, you know, that haven't haven't experienced anything other than some really tough losses in the divisional round, and you know that that's not gonna gonna cut it long term. So, uh, I, I get it. Everyone has a different perspective. Some people have never have never you know had that feeling, but. When it happens, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. So who knows? Maybe it'll be sooner than later. But let's don't get ahead of ourselves. Cowboys take on the Panthers this week, just trying to get to seven and three. All right, for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We will t- see you tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline. See ya. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!